everybody to the Rotten Celluloid Podcast. I am your host, Richie Rotten, back with my co-host. This is uh, Oscar Q92. How you doing, Oscar? I'm good, bro. How are you? Good, good, man. Just uh, checked out a little horror movie that came on Hulu recently. Oh, was that um, uh, Fresh? Yes, dude. Have you seen it? <laughs> yes, I did, bro. Actually, um, you had texted me when um, when it came out, and you were like, "Bro, check this movie out." And then I hit you back up, and I'm like, "Bro, I'm watching it right now." <laughs> the movie's nuts. Dude. That movie was crazy, bro. But I loved it. <laughs> me too. Me too. That shit was. Yeah, nuts. I'll uh, I'll never be able to look at people eating food again. But it, it's uh, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a. Uh, it was really interesting, actually, man. Yeah. It it was very uh, reminiscent of that uh, that whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of feel to it. You know, where it's like, yeah, you don't want to know how your food is made, but you don't want to stop eating it. You know, so it, exactly. it's kind of like a fucking uh, what is it? Uh, a vegan's like wet dream. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> just, that shit was wild. It was wild, bro. I didn't know it was gonna go down <laughs> like that. You know, honestly, when uh, and and everybody and their mother kept posting online too. They were like, "Yeah, as soon as that uh, twenty-five, thirty-minute mark hits, uh, it shit just goes off the wall in this movie." It does, and it's funny because Hulu was so brilliant about the way they advertised it. Yeah, yeah. Because the trailers make it seem like it's like this, you know, uh, rom-com film. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you watch the trailer, it doesn't really give too much away aside Mm -hmm. from the misspelling of the word meat. Yeah, yeah. Instead of M-E-E-T, it was M-E-A-T. Yeah. And... You're like, what the hell? And then you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. You see, and it's funny you say that because uh, <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention to it then, you know, because I, I didn't even see that. That they misspelled yeah. the word meat. I was like, oh, this yeah. this looks interesting. I did know something was off, though. I was like, this could just be one of those kind of like psycho thriller type of movies, you know, but right. I didn't know it was going to go down like that. <laughs> Fucking Bucky's eating people and shit. And. <laughs> I was like, the first thing he does to this poor girl, I'm not even going to say it, bro, in case, uh, you know, unless we're going to go with spoilers on that, but uh, damn. I was like, damn. Definitely, folks got to check that movie out. It's freaking awesome. It's available on Hulu. Give it a shot. Make sure you've already eaten by the time you watch it. Yes, yes. Don't don't eat (laughs) while you're watching it. It's not one of those movies. Yeah, definitely not. So, um... I've been getting a lot of feedback from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre episode. Okay. And um, it, it has been unanimous from just about every single person that uh, messaged. And thank you guys for DMing us and hitting us up. Um, everybody unilaterally fucking hated the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no doubt about that, bro. Yeah, and um, I agree with you. Much love to everybody who's been following us and continues to follow us, you know. But... um. Yes, I'm really glad that that movie didn't do too well because that movie was shit, bro. 
It really was. Yeah. It really was. Um, a lot of people, like my, like myself and you included, praised the special effects, praised the the uh, the uh, what you call the practical effects. Yeah. But as far as the story and everything else went, it was just oh yeah ridiculous and yeah. not in a good way. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate because um, I'm always going to give much love to a horror movie. You know, what I mean, um, it's like Stephen King said. You know, uh, even the worst movie horror movie. It's still a great movie, you know? Absolutely. And I agree. It's definitely a fun movie to watch, especially if you don't give a fuck. But if you're actually a fan, you know, of this this source material and you're a fan of uh, Leatherface and the Texas Chainsaw mythos, that movie was a slap in the face, bro. Like, that wasn't what really wanted. It really was. Wanted. It really was. Especially um, that they had the audacity to say that it was a direct sequel to the original. They're wiping out everything else. And they made us feel like it was really going to be something special when it was just... A cash grab movie, man. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was definitely a misstep. Yeah. It was definitely a misstep. Unfortunately, but, it might be the last one though, because uh, I really uh, doubt that anybody is in the mood to see another Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's unfortunate, you know, because I'm in that boat too. I'm always the one saying, "I want to see another one." You know, let's let's see if they can do it right. But I, I think right. that this was such a misstep where it's kind of like everybody's just over it. You know, we're like just. You know, we'll just keep the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. You know, if you like the sequel, then that's cool, you know, but everything else, it's just, just leave it alone. You know, we don't need another one anymore. Yeah, at this point, it, it was, it was lightning in a bottle for the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of hard to modernize something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the reason that the, for those who liked it, you know, um, the reason that the the Platinum Dunes uh, remakes work so well is because they're period pieces. Yeah, yeah, they take place in 1974, like uh, like yeah. the original movie, you know. And yeah, you could say what you will about the remake. You know, uh, I know a lot of diehards that are just like they didn't have that same feel to it, but I disagree. I honestly love the remake of that movie and the prequel of the remake. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I just uh, I don't really understand why people would feel like that's kind of an insult when I feel like somebody actually tried to make that one. This one just kind of seemed like they didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's too bad. Well, uh, one thing that I don't know if you want to call it a silver lining is even though we might not get another another film for a while, hopefully another decade or two to kind of get that taste out of our mouths. <laughs> The video game that's oh. coming out. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it looks fucking amazing. I forgot about that, bro. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, and, and it's playing a lot like the um, the Friday the 13th game, right? And uh, similar yes. to the new Evil Dead game. Yeah, hopefully less clunky than Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. but... It looks like it's going to be a, a hell of a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Well, th that's kind of the great thing about these, like, uh, slasher characters is that even when they fail in a film, uh, other right. media usually picks it up and does really well with it because... Um, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the Friday the 13th movies, where, whereas right now we haven't gotten anything in a long, long time. And I know fans are, you know, we're foaming at the mouth for a new one. Uh, they, we've had the game... Comic books have uh, have been coming and going, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, they they keep it alive in a lot of ways, and same with Texas, you know. I think that they this one the game sounds special. It sounds like it's gonna be an awesome fucking good time, and it's actually gonna be really scary because I've always thought that the Friday Thirteen game and the the movies 
were like fun mm-hmm. horror though you know yes uh, it never particularly yes. scared me but with the texas chainsaw massacre i feel like that's gonna be fucking scary because you don't want to get cornered by that by that dude in the game you know because uh, oh, i don't no. know what type of shit they're gonna put in this game where they're killing you but uh, it's gonna be brutal yeah yeah no i'm looking forward to it i'm definitely looking forward to same it. here same here same with the evil dead game i i'm looking forward to that one too yeah that one i'm really excited about um I've I've been a lifelong fan of uh, the Evil Dead and mm-hmm. like you know you know it's 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 been one of those franchises that uh, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna stick with it yeah you know absolutely. for better or worse um, so when they announced this game and um, Bruce coming back to do the voice of Ash mm-hmm. um, and just what I've seen so far of it I'm super excited I actually managed to get a uh one of the collector's editions so i'm i'm hyped oh cool okay yeah 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 and i like that they're actually bringing back like all the characters like i heard that they got the original voice of uh linda back is yes. it uh L- yeah linda huh? and then um we obviously got bruce campbell coming back he's gonna be voicing ash and uh evil ash from army of darkness yes. you get to play as him as a character too you get um pablo from the game, uh, excuse me, That's from right. the show, yeah, and you get uh, Kelly. Yep. You know, and I'm like, that is so sick. I love that. I I can't wait to see if I, if I can see that, bro. Yeah, dude, freaking Ghost Beaters reunited again. Yes. I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that fucking show, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we we definitely uh, we got to do an episode on the a couple episodes on the Evil Dead in the future. Hopefully, absolutely, no doubt. <laughs> So, we've been meaning to get together and do this episode for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, two weeks now. Myself and o- yeah, two weeks. Myself and Oscar, we went out, we checked out this new movie that's beginning all this hype at the the film festival circuit, South by Southwest. Everybody's raving about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got excited. We made our plan. We went out to watch it. It's the new film by Ty West. Yes. Called X. Yes. <laughs> this wow. was a this... fantastic film, bro. Yes, it was. I, yes, it was. I am very excited to talk about this movie because this movie came out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was like it just kind of just showed up. You know, I mean, I heard people talking about it. They're just like, "Yeah, this film is coming out. It's called X," and I'm like, "Okay, okay." Then I saw it was 824. I'm like, okay, okay. And then Ty West. And I was like, oh, shit, he hasn't done something in a while. Okay. And then finally you see everybody who's in it and you find out what it's about. And then, you know, I saw it and I was like, this is amazing. This is so good. Like, I can't believe how good they made this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 such a... It's a love letter to that 1970s exploitation horror that you don't really see much of anymore. Absolutely. And it's actually Um, a good homage to those type of uh, films, you know? Yes. They really, uh, I think they kept it leveled at a certain point where it was like, it's obviously a horror movie. It obviously has gore and other things in it, but they kept Mm -hmm. it really tempered too, you know? Yeah. 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 Um... Before we get a little more into it, folks, if you haven't seen X and you want to see it and don't want to have the film spoiled for you, I would suggest you go ahead and 
pause us, go watch the film, and then come back. Because this, like our previous reviews, is going to be very, very spoiler heavy. So, give you guys a count of five, five, four, three, two, one. I hope you motherfuckers are gone. <laughs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it, bro. All right, so X. Um, so yes. just a little background about it for everybody who's already seen it or wants to see it. This is what it's about. A uh, couple of people, uh, young kids around their 20s, decide to go to this cabin in the middle of Texas. And they're going to film a porno. And according to the... Wow. Right? <laughs> and according <laughs> to them, this is going to be one of the best pornos ever made. And it's going to be classy. So there's two, uh, three stars. Uh, one male who's played by uh, Kid Cudi, Scott McCuddy. And uh, mm-hmm. then we have uh, Mia Goth playing the main character, uh, one of the excellent uh, porn stars in the film. I think that she had a term that she would use, right? She was uh, extraordinary, I think was what she yes. called herself. Yeah. Yes. And then you also have Brittany Snow playing the other porn star. And we have special horror icon, soon to be icon, I'd say jenna ortega who's Mm -hmm. definitely coming up there now and she icon in the making yeah yes icon in the making she's been in so many things now mainly horror and i'm i'm seeing a pattern here and i love her (laughs) and i know that everybody else does and she did phenomenal in this movie too you know she really and everybody goes out to this cabin they rent it out from these really really older uh people a man and a woman that are married um they start to see some uh uneasy creepy things going on and shenanigans happen (laughs) (laughs) to put it lightly (laughs) yes yeah definitely to put it lightly (laughs) so let me ask you something brother yeah did you like this movie i fucking loved it okay i i really did uh i went into it knowing that it was it was set sometime in the 1970s so i was like okay you know Kind of, pro- I was expecting some uh, some Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. Yep. Um, and then, you know, the film starts and it's it's actually shot like it was a film in the ni- like it was filmed in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, they filmed it, uh, or maybe they didn't film it using that type of camera, but they it seems like they were using uh, uh, what is it, eighteen millimeter. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and what's crazy about it is that. Had it not been for the cast being recognizable, mm-hmm. the film could definitely pass for something that was shot in the 1970s. Oh, absolutely. Even with the acting you know? alone. I mean, they were fantastic, yeah. but they definitely were giving off vibes of actors who were from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they definitely... Uh, it was a time capsule film. Um, what I really enjoyed is... is you know, obviously... The, the film is meant for an older audience. Yeah. You know, yeah. those of you that have children that like to bring them to horror movies, this is not the movie to take them to. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of full frontal nudity, oh, yeah. um, a lot of sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Some that you don't want to see. Some that you don't want to <laughs> see, to quote Samuel L. Jackson, warm blank dinkins. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just it's not a, a a film to take your your kids to yeah but it is one that need the film needs to be experienced especially in in theaters yeah, um, yeah absolutely i got the 
the same kind of feel that I did going into watching Robert Rodriguez's Grindhouse. Oh, yes. I love theaters. that. So, like, it, it does feel like, oh, we're back in the 1970s. All I, only thing that was missing was the, uh, the, the little theme song with, um, uh, with the lobby cards to go get snacks. Oh, know? yeah, let's go to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that was missing for the, the whole time capsule. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It starts off, um, you know, it's got a cool little vibe to it, and it gets dark, mm-hmm. and it gets dark real quick. It does. Um. Yeah, the cast the cast was phenomenal. Kid Cudi was great. Fantastic. Jenna Ortega, like you said, she was killing it. She stays killing it in all these films. She does, man. Um, the main actress, uh, was it Mia Mia Goth? Mia Goth. Yes, she. Wow. Like I've seen her in a couple other projects, but um, she does phenomenal playing dual roles in this film. She does, bro, and it's funny that you mentioned that because um, we're going to get into it later, but I didn't know that she was playing a dual role until right. later. Yeah, I was like, right. what? Oh, shit, and it <laughs> threw me, bro. It threw me. Everybody, we're going to explain that later, but yes, it threw me the fuck off. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That shit blew my mind. It dude. did. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But uh, what, what, what did you think about it, man? Did you like it? Bro, I loved it. Uh, I gotta say, there was something about this film, like um, like you mentioned, I love the cinematography of it. I don't know if they actually used that type of camera. I If they didn't, then I applaud them even more, because it looked amazing. You know, this yeah. type of camera that we're talking about, the cinematography, it's like this old grindhouse, gritty type of camera. If you've seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974... That's the type of uh, cinematographer we're talking about. It looks dirty. Yeah, it looks like it was shot on real. Exactly. It looks dirty, though. It looks like it just wasn't meant to be released, you know? Like something that was just kind of like you found it, you know? It was very personal, almost. That's what it feels like. Right. Beautiful right. homages to slasher films from that era. I love that. And it came off the heels of our uh, last uh, review, which was the the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is... Kind of funny because that movie we unanimously said it sucked ass, you know. Womp womp womp. <laughs> and, and for somebody else to come in and do it better, but it yeah. not being part of that franchise, I mean, that has a lot to say right there, bro. But um, yeah, dude. Yeah, but getting back to it, I absolutely loved it. You know, it was amazing. I thought the actors were great. Kid Cudi, man, I gotta give it up for this dude. I was like, God, he is being so. He's holding back so much, you know, and I yeah. liked it. He did a really good job like that. Uh, Brittany Snow playing this uh, kind of like intelligent uh, porn star, but, you know, is also the fun girl, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jenna Ortega was kind of the, uh, I'd like to say that she was probably like the eyes of that of that uh, uh timeline you know the 70s kind of looking mm-hmm. into something new and realizing that maybe shit isn't so black and white like we expected there's a lot of really right. interesting themes in this movie and uh that's kind of the great thing about watching an a24 movie is that it is what we what we refer to already as kind of like new type of horror like very uh cerebral horror yes because even yes. though this one is throwing back to uh slasher films from the 70s they kind of touch on things that 
are frightening that I never really expected to be so frightening. Like, uh, I, uh, I thought the, the ending of this movie or, uh, the overall theme of this film was kind of, mm -hmm. uh, it, it was a little, uh, it was a little bit, uh, it, it, man, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it kind of made me feel things I never thought I would uh, expect to feel. It scared me in a way that I never thought I'd be afraid. And that was being afraid of time. You know, because yes. when you're young, you don't really think about when you get old or sometimes mm -hmm. you just get excited about it, you know, because you're thinking I don't have to work anymore. I don't have to do this and that. But you also don't think about what's going to happen to you when you're old. There are a lot of things that you could do when you were young that you can't do. And, you know, you you see youth in that uh, that vantage point and you're just like you're angry about it, you know? Yeah. And it was a little scary, bro. Like, it honestly came, kind of gave me a little bit of anxiety watching it, and I thought that was brilliant. The marching of time, mm -hmm. it, it can be such a terrifying thing. Mm -hmm. And the way that Ty portrayed it on screen between the elderly couple mm -hmm. and you see, you know, the mirror of being the younger kids doing their shit and having their fun and... It's yeah, like you said, it's it's kind of scary, especially, you know, you know we're all getting older. God be willing, we all make it to old age. Absolutely. Um, it it's it's one of those quintessential uh, dreads that we most people have about getting older and passing on and not living the life that we wanted to live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's um, it, but it's weird, you know, because um, like I said, I never really thought about it too much, you know? I mean, obviously, right. people think about getting old, but this movie really kind of put it out there, you know, because um, I guess we can uh, we could just talk about it. But um, there's there's two characters in the film. Uh, these uh, the the kids show up, of course, in a big ass van, you know, they're there. They don't tell the elderly couple who owns the house that's mm -hmm. uh renting them out the the shed area where they're going to be staying they tell right. them that they're just there to stay there for a weekend and the elderly couple is like really old though like they're up there i want to say they're at least in their 90s right would you agree they're at least at infinity old that's okay <laughs> yeah just <laughs> like these fuckers went through world war one type of old you know yeah yeah so as adults as adults yeah so they're, <laughs> they're up there <laughs> you know and um yeah like i said it was just it was so weird because going into the film you don't know what's going to happen you know, it's titled X, so your assumption is this is going to be a slasher movie about porn stars, which already is like, oh, sign me up, I'm there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but you don't know exactly where it's going to come from. You're like, but these old people can't possibly be the, the villains, you know? Right. Because they're so goddamn old. I mean, what kind of uh, threat would they pose against really well-built uh, people? Because there's, there's three young dudes. And uh, one of which was uh, Kid Cudi, who served in the Army. He was in Nam. Marine Corps. Marine Corps, thank you. Uh-huh. And he was in Nam for Simplify. that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, much love there, you know? And it was... Uh, so you, you can't really expect uh, to be scared of these old people. But, you mm -hmm. know, they really do make you uneasy and uncomfortable. Because uh, especially the, the main uh, girl, the main older lady, who is played by Mia Goth as well, you mm -hmm. know? I, I had no idea. The prosthetics that they used for that, amazing. Because I had no yeah. fucking clue until the ending. But 
Yeah, no, she, that was that was wild. Right? Yeah, but and it was it was insane because she is kind of jealous of what she's seeing mm-hmm. on display here. She's noticing mm-hmm. that these young people have come to stay at her place and they look gorgeous. You know, mm-hmm. the women, the the men, they look beautiful. They're young. They're full of life. And you know, not to sound crude, but they can fuck. <laughs> you yeah. know because that is the other main <laughs> theme about it is that um they're obviously filming a porn movie under their nose and this older lady hasn't gotten some in a long time yeah <laughs> which is you know like i said it sounds like a comedy <laughs> but it's not it's honestly kind of sad you know um apparently uh what was going on was that the old man her husband can no longer uh you know, give her perform. What she, you perform. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. because he's uh, so much older, and he keeps uh, stating throughout the whole movie that he has a heart problem now. Right, he has a heart condition. Exactly. So his heart might not take it if they do become intimate. So obviously, she she wants something that he can't provide, and she tries to take it twice. And the second time around, though, was like in the dark with a fantastic soundtrack. I might add. Yes. Me, this soundtrack, the (laughs) score and the soundtrack, both amazing. Both 70s horror movies, beautiful music in it. And Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. tries to seduce one of the dudes who's taken off. And when he rebuffs her, which naturally I'm sure you would, you know, I mean, she she decides to take it out on him in the worst kind of way and stabs the living fuck out of his neck until he's nothing but a but a bloody tomato on the floor right yeah yeah it's a very visceral scene it's very gross yeah i i have a thing about people getting stabbed in the neck those are one of those that makes me actually grab my neck and kind of hold it for a minute you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that was very brutal you know being that it's ty west obviously he knows how to how to like direct a, a good horror film and he knows how to get the best people so he definitely got the best people because that scene was fucking brutal and it was beautiful, too, because it happened at night in front of their van, and she continues to stab him, almost as if she's kind of, like, letting loose that sexual frustration that she has. Yes. Right? Yeah. It was ravenous. It was, like, so much hate in that. And uh, mm-hmm. the blood keeps spraying all over, and it sprays on the, the lights of the van that are, uh, that are towards them, and it turns everything red. And I was like, this is awesome i love this and so, yeah it definitely it changed it huh. changed the whole feel of that scene when the the headlights were you know covered in blood and everything was backlit in red yep it, it was there was a beauty to that shot there was because i remember watching i was just sitting there like wow that looks fucking beautiful it does not not the not the act itself but mm. the shot in red backlit the way it was mm. i was like god damn that's fucking gorgeous shot yeah yeah because um like we've said before you know like uh, horror movies are just like any other film you know if you have something to say then it's going to display awesomely you know and that that was something that there was a lot to say about that scene i mean the blood everywhere that that kind of symbolized something you know and you can you could say what it what it is um that you feel you know i'm sure everybody has a different interpretation for me it was the act you know Mm -hmm. because uh like i said she stabs him as like and and it kind of seemed like when she stabbed him she just stabbed him because she was very annoyed like uh right yeah like uh like uh, you know um growing up i'm sure you've gotten you try to hit on a girl and they've kind of rebuffed you you know or for girls mm-hmm. the same thing 
no, if a dude rebuffs you, you're hurt and you're angry, yeah. you know, but you've never really like pushed it to a point where it's like, what would you do because you're so angry? And this chick just, she seemed like that when she first stabbed him. But then afterwards, it was almost as if I can't have you sexually, then I'm going to take you in another kind of sexual yeah. way. And that was like that, uh, just stabbing the shit out of him till he's just nothing left, you know? Yeah, there was definitely a, a a sexual energy to her her killing him the way she did. Um, yeah. Like you said earlier, releasing sexual frustration or whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, despite how her and the husband were, um, you feel bad for them. Yeah. Because what she wants is really, I mean, as crude as, as, as it's shown in the, in the film, it's something so human. Mm-hmm. You know, all she really wants is intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, because of, you know, whatever happened to him in the war and his heart condition, he can't provide that to her. Yeah. And it turns into this ravenous rage. And once this old woman starts, she does not stop. Not at all. And this chick is, like, on par with fucking Home Alone, setting traps and shit to kill these yeah. people. It was crazy. <laughs> And they work together, because yeah. at a point, you kind of are under the impression she's working alone. And then right. uh, Jenna Ortega comes out, you know, w- which I might add, she's 19, but she was looking especially scrumptious in this movie. Not to sound Oh weird, my but... god, yes. <laughs> I, I, I have a thing about uh, girls when they do something, and she did something in this film, because um, the, the guy who got killed by Pearl, who's uh, the the main antagonist, the older lady. Mm-hmm. So that was her boyfriend. So uh, just some context. Uh, Jenna Ortega was playing a Christian uh, girl who was dating this guy who was actually the one who was uh, filming the, the, the porn movie. And she was yeah, he's helping the, He's him. the director. Right, thank you. Yeah, he was the director. And uh, he was also operating the camera while she was operating the boom mic and helping him with the, the tech and stuff. Right, so at right. one point... They have this really brilliant conversation. It's the end of the of their first day of shooting. They've already uh, shot like two scenes for the film, right? Both uh, both the main girls, Mia Goth's character and Brittany Snow's character, having sex yes. with Kid Cudi's character. Mm-hmm. So she, you could tell throughout all of these scenes that Jenna Ortega's character seems interested, but also kind of like weary about it, almost as if like. The back of her it's mind taboo. is telling her. Yes, thank you. It's taboo. Like the back of her yeah. mind is telling her that this is wrong, you know, because that's what you've been taught throughout your whole life. But she can't help but appreciate how sexy it is, right? Right. So they're all having a conversation at night. They're they're talking amongst themselves in a circle in the living room, and uh, she's asking them questions about sex and about porn. And uh, they answer in a really awesome way that kind of reminded me of another film that has to do with the porn industry. And uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if a lot of people have seen this one, but it's called The Middleman. Have you ever seen that movie, bro? No, I don't think I have. Okay, so it's with uh, Luke. Oh, um, is it Luke Owen? Yeah, Luke Owen. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. that movie is about how the porn industry began in uh, online. Uh, and, uh, and that was really interesting because at one point, uh, the character makes a, he makes a remark about how people, they, uh, they look at them and they judge Mm -hmm. them and they kind of give them hateful looks and like scorns and shit. But truthfully, what it is, is that they're jealous because they see the way that they live and it's very much like what they wish they could be. 
what they wish right. they could live like, right? Because they're so free. They have sex yeah. with whoever they want. They do it as a job. They live free, they have fun, and they live fast, right? And right. that's exactly how I felt about that conversation they were having, because that's what all the characters were telling her. This isn't about love, you know? I mean, you can be in love with somebody, but you're only young once. You have to have fun, right. you know, because there's only a certain amount of time in this world before you go. Do you really want to leave with regret because of somebody telling you that this is the wrong thing to do? You and end up becoming Pearl. Exactly. You do. Yeah. And you will regret it when you're older, which was kind of the theme yeah. about this film was that you, you will regret when you're older things that you wish you had done because, yeah. you know, there's only a certain amount of time when you can do it. That's true. And I, That's thought, true. I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was like a really interesting, beautiful thing to do. So in the end, they seem to convince her, or she, she convinces herself, I guess, that she wants to be in the movie too. So mm -hmm. she shoots a scene. The boyfriend gets mad. He decides to take off, which leads her, uh, him running into Pearl. And so, <laughs> sorry to draw it all the way back to what we originally said, but <laughs> my God, when Jenna Ortega gets up, She's obviously in panties. She's wearing a long shirt. Huge, huge turn on for me. Then she she's talking to the main guy who is the, I guess, the producer of the whole film. And she yeah. says that she feels bad if she made him upset. And she puts her hand or her fingers towards her mouth like she's kind of sad about it. And mm -hmm. I died right there. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> Oh shit! That's it for me, buddy. I got. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like and cut I'm and out. cut. I'm out, and then we'll we'll come back to this later. <laughs> now it's you know it's crazy because especially with it taking place um, uh, in the 1970s, and you know it's the era of well the 60s were the 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 decade of love, but mm -hmm. um, you know woman's lib, and you know not sticking to like the normal like with her being 19 yeah. you know she's kind of breaking out on her own and just trying to sexually liberate herself and mm -hmm. whatnot yeah um her character i don't know it, it her character seemed very important for her to be there needed to be this naive person in the group yeah um which i honestly believe that she was going to be the final girl oh really just because you know the rules of horror the virgin always blah 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 ah. um and it never crossed my mind that it was going to be mia goth i really thought mia goth was going to get taken out at some point no shit yeah um what i really enjoyed about the film though and i went into it um Sadly, mo more than anything, analyzing the film is so many callbacks to legendary films from the past. Yeah, um, we get the 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 Jason Voorhees yeah. uh, or Mrs. Voorhees POV mm -hmm. uh, when when uh, when Pearl's walking through the house. You know, you're looking and you're watching through her perspective. Mm -hmm. You get some of the Italian horror. Uh, aesthetic when one of the characters gets fucking stabbed in the eyeball. Oh god, that was the worst. And it's it's such a close up. I was like, oh, that's that's that Italian shit that I love right there. Yeah, that's a very um, jolly. <laughs> yes, and you know that particular scene was so brilliant because, and it's it's 
speaks volumes about Ty West that he was able to get two jump scares for one, mm-hmm. for the cost of one. Mm-hmm. So we get the initial puncturing of the eyeball, boom, mm-hmm. jump scare. They cut away to another scene and they cut back to her pulling the pitchfork out of his eye so fast yep. that it caused a second fucking jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. That's and true. like, after that happened, I was like, holy shit. He was able to get two jump scares out of one single shot. That was fucking brilliant to me. Yeah, and he definitely sets you up to kind of believe that they would be able to do something like this. Because, again, you kind of have, you feel like you would have to suspend uh, your, your, your belief of uh, reality here because <laughs> these are very, very old people, right? But at one point, the, the guy who gets punctured in the eye, he even steps on a fucking a nail. A board, oh, uh, yeah. and it was the worst fucking thing I'd ever seen, bro. Because I've actually stepped on a nail and a piece of glass. Me too. This shit is horrible. It's the worst fucking thing in the world, bro. Oh my god! And then pulling that son of a bitch out is like, just kill me, man. But and it was a close up too oh when he stepped on it. God, yeah. And it, we not only that, bro. This dude was walking like. He didn't even give a shit, you know, like, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I know we know that, that we see it. He obviously doesn't know that, but this dude is stomping around like he's the fucking Incredible Hulk, and then he steps on that shit, but hard. <laughs> Barefoot. You know what, you know what that reminded me of? Uh, have you ever seen the film um, Ready or Not? Yeah. So when, um, when the bride reaches up and puts her hand oh. through the fucking... Fuck, what is bro. it? Is it a, it a was, screw or a fucking yeah. nail? It was a nail uh, that was like on oh. the edge. Yeah, and it, it was horrible, but honestly, <laughs> that shit actually didn't get me as much as if it was your foot, bro. I don't know what it is about feet. You know, because we've just, done it ourselves. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you're right. Yeah, you know I, that I, pain. <laughs> yeah, because when I saw that in Ready or Not, it definitely disturbed me because I was like, holy fucking shit, she had to stick the hole in her hand through that fucking nail just to pull herself up but yeah. it, it definitely didn't get me like anything on the foot like I, I swear to god if i had seen that where she had to do that with her feet i think i would have thrown <laughs> up man <laughs> yeah. yeah no that was that was fucking wild it, it was wild man but that's what i mean when i say that um they definitely keep you on edge and keep you believing that it's possible that they could do shit like this because if for some reason it did go down the way i thought it was going to go down because they kind of throw you for a loop in that one you believe that okay he stepped on the nail obviously he's hurt he can't walk very fast he can't run you know right and he's not armed so if Pearl yeah. comes after him with a weapon of any sort, you know, a knife or uh, in this case, the, the pickaxe, uh, mm-hmm. um, then it, 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 obviously he would not be able to move very fast to avoid her. And she's all right, even though she's old, but she can move at the same speed, if not a little faster. So I thought yeah. she was going to chase him down. They didn't go that way, though. So they threw us for a loop in that sense. Yeah, they really did. They yeah, really did. They did. And they, they play off of... Um, you know how we we treat elders with such respect you know where we want to help them you know we feel like they're they're lost or they need our help you know and people uh, forget that they used to be you know yeah younger people yeah absolutely they you know they their have own their own whatever ambitions. lives exactly they have ambitions they have their own goals you know and yes i'm saying i'm not saying that we should not try to help an elderly person, you know, but, um, but at the same time, it, it kind of makes you feel a little uneasy. Like, uh, in this case, um, Kid Cudi's character, you know, um, like you mentioned before, he was a Marine, 
in Nam, yeah. and he did bond with the older, uh, the man, the uh, the old mm-hmm. man that owns the farm, about him being in the army as well. So right. when he starts asking him if he could help him find his wife, who he believes is just wandering out in the woods, the dude mm-hmm. doesn't think twice about it. You know, he doesn't even assume that anything bad could happen, even when he finds a fucking abandoned car in the swamp yeah he doesn't think that it's this guy and then you know he just ends up getting shot like point blank in the chest you know and it's fucked up i was not expecting that me neither i kind of thought he would be the one who would fight them off or at the very least you know if he did die because i expected him to die i just thought that he was gonna go later yeah me too yeah but everybody everybody who died in this movie it was fucking brutal obviously i would say that the first guy that gets killed um you know the the one that got stabbed through the neck awful like that shit was awful um the second dude that goes which is the uh the the producer of the film i think uh who's he played by uh martin henderson Mm -hmm. yeah so that guy he he gets it bad too but mainly because he got the jalo kill and also he stepped on the the nail yeah yeah jenna ortega's character definitely was kind of almost like a uh a funny kill because <laughs> uh yeah with the because <laughs> i didn't expect that at all bro that shit came out of nowhere it dude. definitely did but you know what though it definitely played off of that whole um final girl thing because uh she judged uh the the main character mia goth so mia goth ends up being the one who's basically on top of shit you know uh yeah. at one point the the old couple decides to have sex on top of her bed because they can't find her <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, bro. I was like, oh my god, is this happening right now? You know? And I'm oh sitting I'm sitting in between um two women in the movie theater, bro. So I, I can't turn right or left to kind of just that like make myself a little comfortable, you know? Yeah. It was it was a very uncomfortable moment, but they definitely <laughs> do end up uh rekindling their relationship and having sex. And she escapes. She hears something uh, in the in the house, and uh, Jenna Ortega's character was, you know, uh, chained up in the in the basement. Yeah. And uh, when she saves her, instead of being grateful, she fucking judges her, man. And she fucking runs she off. Runs off straight through the front door, and boom! You just hear the gun go off, and bam! She is down. Yeah. They Half blew her, her fucking face is gone. Oh yeah, man. We're talking about a like what a 90 pound girl if that and she got blown to shit yeah poor girl man yeah i felt bad and then um you know obviously the ending was epic because uh she did exactly what i would do you know mia god yeah she has a pistol she's pointing it at them and the old man is dying of a heart attack and he does die of a heart attack uh yeah and then the the wife is like pearl She's like, help him, help him. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, give me the keys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the ultimate WTF moment, the pistol is unloaded, and uh, Pearl picks up the shotgun, shoots it, miss, and the back, uh, the, the fucking drawback of the gun shoots her out of the house up to the front yard and broke her bones, hilarious. bro. That was fucking hilarious. And, it, and it's so accurate. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have expected her to be able to to take that that uh that, that, that shotgun hit. blast, it, right? Yeah, the shotgun blast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't expect that either. Um, but, I mean, you have to admit, though, that that's, like, something that it had to be a good fucking director to do that because you uh, anybody else, any other movie, just for an example, um, The Strangers Pray at Night, the sequel to The Strangers, Mm-hmm. That movie is fucking amazing because it's hilarious, man. It's a it's a terrible slasher movie, but hilarious in every way, and it's great to watch. But there's a scene where one of the characters, the main chick, uh, the young girl in that movie, she grabs, she goes into a police car. The policeman is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the one of the strangers is like opening the door, trying to get her. She has a shotgun, points it straight, point blank at her fucking chest. And blows her away. She knocks onto the floor. What happens? The bitch is still moving, and she's still able to talk. I'm like, that's yeah. not, that's not at all how that would go, you know. And we're I'm <laughs> laughing, and my buddy is laughing, you know, because that's like the dumbest shit you could ever do. No, that's that right. was a flaw. In this case, it made a lot of sense that if she used that shotgun, she would absolutely fly. Yeah, you know, and she broke her bone. She broke her hip. <laughs> she needed her life alert bracelet. She definitely life. did. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, she's still asking for help, even though she just <laughs> took a shot at her and she's like, fuck you, and runs her ass over before leaving. And that's when we find out that um, Mia Goth's character, uh, the main girl, she, she's been saying this um, this kind of mantra to herself throughout the whole movie, like something about how she deserves more than she is or something of that nature. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we find out through the television set that's been playing this religious, um, programming throughout the whole movie. That's Mm -hmm. her father. He is the leader of a religious, uh, organization. And the mantra that she got was being his daughter and listening to his sermons. And, uh, how he's kind of like upset or disgraced that she's gone and she's like been infiltrated. Yeah, because she's been missing. Stars, right? Yeah, she's been missing for a while, so they're yeah. trying to get her back. Yeah, yeah, but she uh, she obviously doesn't want to go back. You know, she's happy doing what she's doing. Yeah, she's happy with her life, even though it's not what her parents wanted for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's happy with what she's doing. Well, up until the point when they went to that farm, anyways. Oh, yeah, and even until then, I mean, if it wasn't for these two uh, people being fucking insane, that could have been awesome, because it seemed like that yeah. movie was going to be a really good porno, you know? Yeah, they were really trying to make, a, like the like the director said, they were trying to make something special. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of got the impression, um, I don't know if, if you did, that Pearl and her husband had been doing this for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, they've been, more they've ways been than killing more. people on that farm for a while. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if it's for the same reason. I mean, maybe it is that she's she's a serial killer, and because it seemed like he was a little more tame than her. So I don't know if the reason is that she is psychotic, and she gets right. off of killing people, but he loves her so much that he doesn't want to see her be punished for that. I, I feel like maybe that's right. what they were going with, but in this movie. You do get that impression that they've done this a lot because we see multiple uh, cars that have been abandoned in their swamp. Yeah. Yeah. So God knows how yeah, many they, people they've been have at done it for this. a while. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I guess the kicker of it all, which is so awesome of Ty West, because this isn't a franchise at all, but he's making it to be that way because um, there's an end credit scene, and it's mm-hmm. the it's a trailer, a mini trailer to uh, a prequel film that he's already directed. 
Yeah, apparently, I think the film's already in the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already it's it was already shot back to back with X, and it's in post production right now. And I yeah. think, if I'm not mistaken, it's gonna get released later this year. And that one is called Pearl, and I think that one takes place in 1912 or something, which yeah, is when it's, right. Yeah, when she was young. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was young, living on the farm, and uh, I guess we'll see what turned Pearl into what we know her as in X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, yeah, same here. Because I, I didn't expect that. I mean, you would think that a movie like this, it was just going to be a one-and-done type of thing, but uh, a franchise? I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's crazy because... So, I remember I texted you, make sure you stay... Uh, everybody that I hit up about the film, like, dude, make sure you stay after the credits. There's an after-credits scene, you won't fucking believe it. Yeah. Um, I found out about it uh, because... People had been talking on the different sites that there's this after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess some of the the screenings of South by Southwest people were already leaving because you don't expect that from a horror movie, right? And then all of a sudden the credits stop rolling and it starts. It almost looks like it's a new film is starting. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that made people rave even more about it. You know, like this dude is establishing a franchise from the first film with the sequel or prequel mind you mm-hmm. already like in production at the time they were already in production yeah which so shows like, a lot of balls on him man because uh it's yeah. not just anybody who could do something like that yeah seriously yeah you know he had a lot of confidence in, in the product that he was making and um one of the things that i really dug that really draw drew me into the film mm-hmm. so i'm sure you know about this but the Back in the day when films would get an X rating, it wasn't because it was pornographic. Yeah. So an X rating would basically mean that it was above NC-17. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to get into the film mm-hmm. if you were basically underage under any circumstances. Right. So, for example, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original cut was rated X. Yeah. The I original remember. cut of RoboCop was rated X. Mm-hmm. And for... Uh, mainstream films that was pretty much a death blow oh yeah yeah that's yeah, um, even... that's like the end of your of your uh filming career in that uh in that studio too because that means that they're not going to make the money back that they gave you to film that yeah movie. so yeah because that's yeah. that's higher than nc-17 yeah yeah you know um if i'm not mistaken the original cut the original cut that was sent in uh to the the board for the original Evil Dead was rated X. Yeah, yeah, and um, so, I so, think uh, that one is one of those kind of like uh, amazing films, though, because I think that they didn't cut as much as they said they were gonna cut because uh, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi didn't give a fuck. Man. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "I'm going to release this movie how it is," and really, there's only two other films that I can think of that have been released with a rated X and has made a profit, and. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, they're both from Wes Craven. It's um, Last House on the Left, which is a very disturbing movie to watch. That that one is yes, way is. more disturbing. That one, I feel like Rated X is kind of fine to, to leave it there. And the original uh, uh, Hills Have Eyes, also Rated X. Yeah, the you know, Last House on the Left, I, I used to own it on DVD. Um. It almost feels like you're watching that, like you're watching an actual snuff film of yeah. what's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you know, the, at, for, at the time, there was all kinds of movies like that. There was a, 
I spit on your grave and some of these revenge flicks. But there was something about uh, Last House on the Left, specifically um, the the brutal rape scenes. Yeah. That felt a little too real to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, You're just uh, like, oh, man. And yeah. then when, you know, the inevitable happens in the film, um, it's, it's harsh. It's so fucking harsh and brutal. Um, X was definitely the perfect rating for that fucking film absolutely bro yeah and and like you mentioned i mean it was it was graphic and it felt real because um you know according to a lot of the the actors who were involved in that film and wes craven himself (laughs) a lot of shit that they shot was real you know i mean they they didn't have that sort of budget or tech (laughs) you know back then to do certain things like there's a for instance there's like a scene in that film where uh uh what is his name is it kroll yeah kroll right Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, the main bad guy of that film, asked one of the girls to piss themselves. And back oh, then, right. it, yeah, they didn't have anything that could that could resemble piss. So she really pissed herself. You know, and and, and, it, and it, it was probably easier for her to do it as opposed to spend their incredibly limited budget on you know trying to make fake urine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure that that had a big uh big impact for her, you know, but um but yeah, I mean just uh that just kind of makes you already feel uncomfortable because you're watching something really happening, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean the yeah. sex scenes, I'm sure there wasn't actual penetration in the film. I don't know, but if they did really have sex, obviously it was consensual, but they had to act like it wasn't. It's fucking uncomfortable. You know, X is definitely the right rating for that. Yeah. You know? and, and that was that was what and not to cut you off. No, go ahead. That was what really caught my eye when the title of this film, I was like, "Oh shit, like like I know what that implies." Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, I'm like, how far are they gonna fucking take this mm-hmm. if they're if the name of the film is this fucking rating, right? right? And I I have to say, like, I was not disappointed on any level. Mm-mm. I, um, I was there was there was a few moments where I was incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, if I never and folks forgive me for being crude, but if I never see an old saggy pair of titties again in my life, <laughs> I will die a happy man, dude. <laughs> That was so fucking disturbing. It is. It's very disturbing. Yeah, I agree with you, man. <laughs> and it's fucked up because it it's natural, right? You mm-hmm. know, we're all going there. I'm sure, you know, gravity's going to get a hold of everybody. Absolutely. But I didn't expect to see this shit on the screen. Um, and, you know, that there was... Like, for example, one of the scenes that really, really... I was like, holy fuck, was when... The the old Pearl is watching them record the sex scene through the cat through the through the window. Yeah, right. And then she imagines herself as uh, I remember who it was that was writing a Kid Cudi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, uh, Brittany Snow's uh, character. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Brit- uh, it was Mia Goth. Yeah, because they were in was the it barn. Mia? Yeah, because she yeah. was in the barn already. Yeah, she's writing Kid Cudi, and she pictures herself writing Kid Cudi. And I was like, I I didn't I did not need to see that. Right. Right. I could have lived my whole life without seeing that. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you. Yeah, and it's it's a funny thing. Like I said, it kind of leads you to this mentality that I don't know if you've ever had that fear before, but it's never really crossed my mind where mm-hmm. you're afraid of age now, you know? Because like you mentioned, it's funny because I don't, I, I never want to see saggy titties either. 
but <laughs> it's gonna happen, you know? And and that's the thing. It's like we're we're in that stage where we're like we don't wanna see that, but unfortunately that is what's going to happen. And there's that's gonna life. be a time where unfortunately, as sad as it is to admit, we can't perform anymore. And, and, that, and that's just, just a sad day for everybody. Yeah, and it's not even just perform sexually, like right. Just the way they were moving around, obviously, basic functions, not being able to perform basic functions. Yeah. And that's where that that existential dread comes from. Absolutely. Because time comes for all of us. Yeah, right. You know, it does. God, it does. You know, got to be willing that we make it to that age. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck. And this is going to sound selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, do I really want to be that old? Yeah. Yeah. It I puts mean, that I, thought in, my, in your head. Yeah. No, it's it's exactly what people go through, bro. That's exactly what James Dean said years ago. He said he wanted to live young, die fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live fast, die young. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's... (laughs) I have to agree with him, and I hate to say it. I mean, I'm closer to 40 than I am to my 20s, but... Fuck, like... Like you said, it just kind of puts that thought in your head, that existential dread yeah. of fuck getting that old not being able to function mm-hmm. and not be able to perform basic tasks and am i going to be that old person that's sitting there full of regrets yeah yeah i mean you know it'll I mean? It, it will happen i mean god willing it will happen you know and yeah. it, it's something that's kind of beautiful too you know because it's like yeah you know we we lived a long long life but I would imagine that if some, if a crew of kids, you know, come around, like, let's say we make it to 90, we own a place and we can rent it out. I mean, wouldn't you feel some type of way if like a three gorgeous women came out of that fucking van and they have no desire to be around you whatsoever? Yeah, that's got to fuck up, fuck your psyche up. Absolutely. And it would be the same way for the woman, maybe even more so. Because for women in society, uh, you know, there's a there's this uh, thing that we put out there about them having to look beautiful, you know, and and that's yeah, to each your own, you know. Big, yeah, yeah, exactly. Beauty is a big thing in uh, for women, and um, it, it is unfortunate, you know. And like I said, to each your own, what you uh, define as beautiful, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, but it, I'm sure that anybody, just like a man, you know. Any woman would also agree that if, if like, three handsome men came out of a van and they they really didn't even think twice about you, but they would have in the past, that's got to sting a little. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that yeah. I think that it was kind of the, the purpose of this film, you know, as much as it was also a homage to the, to the 1970s and uh, horror movies of that era, I think it yeah. had a lot to say about age. And I don't know if Ty West, I don't know how old he is, you know, or, oh, shit, yeah, he's 41. So maybe maybe that was on his mind when he was making the movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, we live in a society, and there's so much that this, this film creates, so much dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, we live in a society where ageism is a very real thing. Absolutely. Like, just part of the conversation that we just have, and if I offended anyone, I do apologize, but that's kind of what I was trying to get at is that... Um, as natural as it was for for Pearl and her husband to have um, needs, mm-hmm. we're like, ooh, that's gross because they're old. Mm-hmm. That, it, in in fact, is part of that same ageism that I think Ty West was trying to trying to 
show and talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, because despite the fact that, sh- that they're fucking crazy people um, slaughtering people, mm-hmm. um, had they been young and gorgeous, would we still have the same visceral reaction to their scenes? Probably mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because they're supposed to be old and we view pe- old people a certain way, mm-hmm. um, seeing them like that is, is a very... At least for me, it got a really strong reaction. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't know. It feels like I'm part of that same group of people that unfortunately have a bit of ageism, which I just realized. Right, right. And um, I, I think that that's, um, that's one of those things. But, you know, that's that's the important thing about this film, though. And, like, we've talked about It creates before. dialogue. Absolutely. It's, but that's yeah. the thing about horror movies is that sometimes they are the ones that can touch on shit that other movies really can't you know yeah, and 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 so it kind of makes you think yeah because like you like you said yeah maybe you do have a little uh, bit of ageism maybe we all do you know yeah because uh, i agree with you i i didn't need to see that in the movie but why didn't i need to see it you know like is it because it was disturbing or was it because you know it was disgusting but there wasn't anything disgusting about it and like you mentioned already if they had been young 20s or 30s mm-hmm. maybe even 40s I honestly wouldn't have shaked two shits about it. I would have wanted to yeah. see that. Hell, maybe right. it would have even turned me on, like other horror movies that have done that, right? Go I mean, ahead. we never we never said that about Sharon Stone in um, uh, Basic Instinct, right? When she was stabbing the no. shit out of the dude uh, with the fucking ice pick, all right. of us were still pretty invested and liked her, but it was because <laughs> yeah. she was fucking Sharon Stone, you know? She was hot. Yeah. She was hot as fuck. Exactly. She was in her 20s, you know, and even though she's stabbing the shit out of this dude and covered in blood, she's still naked and looks sexy as hell. But yeah. Pearl was just having an intimate moment with her husband, you know? And yeah, she had blood on her gown and shit like that, but that was the reason we didn't like it was because they were older, you know? I feel and that's like where that double standard yeah, comes in. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I feel like? This is this is huh. gonna be a very deep cut. Um, but I feel like this is cocoon horror style. Because <laughs> <laughs> because oh, that's exactly shit. what that movie is. You know, Cocoon is a beautiful, beautiful, amazing movie about really older is. people and aliens and shit. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, I'm particularly the the younger crowd. I know you guys haven't. Please watch it. But this is cocoon horror version. <laughs> that is so true, dude. Right? <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. And, but I like it, bro. I really did. Honestly, it was a, it was a beautifully filmed movie. It was awesome characters. Um, not too complicated. And um, for those of, uh, of our fans or uh, people who just listen and, uh, you know, you're afraid about going into an A24 film because I know that... That, that production company already kind of has this stigma of, like, it being indie and kind of hoity-toity, I guess. It, I don't feel like this movie was like that at all. I feel like it, it drew on really cool, important themes, but it mm-hmm. wasn't a slow film, and it wasn't, uh, you know, particularly, like, hard to understand or anything. I feel like this is a great A24 film to kind of jump into if, if you want to try them. Yeah, yeah, I... You know, I've gone on record many times. I'm a huge fan and supporter of A24. Mm-hmm. Um, even from their earlier, somewhat clunkier work to mm-hmm. some of the gems they've been putting out. But this one in particular, 
really spoke to me. I fucking love this film. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for it to come uh, on, not home video, because we don't do video anymore, but the the home release, you know, I want to pick it up on Blu-ray, possibly You might 4K. have to pick up this one in Super 8, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Get it on reel-to-reel. Yes, and watch it for real, <laughs> reel-to-reel. <laughs> now, that would be awesome if any of the companies that put up these uh, awesome limited editions like uh, Second Sight Films or uh, a couple of these other production companies, if they just like how a uh, broke horror fan puts out films on VHS, mm-hmm. if somebody would be willing to put this film on fucking reel-to-reel, I would purchase that in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, absolutely. I would Quote buy... me on the, that shit. Yeah, I would absolutely <laughs> buy that fucking type of way of watching films and buy the reel-to-reel so I could watch it like that. Cause, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Just putting it out there, if this company exists and you do want to do that... Throw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre original in that bunch, too, because I want to watch it the way it originally released. That would be fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'd love to see that. So, Oscar, I think it's unanimous. We both love this fucking film. Yep, 10 out of 10, brother. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Folks, go check it out. Let us know what you think. If you liked it, you didn't like it, why didn't you like it? Not enough Kid Cudi. Too much Kid Cudi. Not enough Mia Goth. In my, uh, not enough Jenna Ortega. In not my enough opinion, Pearl. there should have been more Jenna Ortega. Yeah, not enough Pearl. There should have been a lot of Pearl. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. But uh, let us know what you think. Uh, it was a blast. Oscar. Um, looking forward to the little projects, little secret projects we got coming up. Yeah. Um, let the folks know where they can find you, please. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Look me up under uh, cookie underscore mon 92. Um, that's really the best way to find me if you want to contact me as well. Um, but, yeah, man, we got a lot going on. I'm very excited. Awesome, awesome. Um, and, again, you can find me under the IG handle, Instagram handle, sorry, um, rotten underscore celluloid. And hopefully soon we'll, you know, get a TikTok going, maybe some Twitter, get get some more stuff out there for you guys. Um, Like always, if there's any films you want us to review, you want us to talk about, even if it's not straight up horror, let us know. We'll check it out. Um, So, yeah, I think we're good to go, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, folks. So, as always... Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you next time. And remember to stay spooky. Stay spooky.